0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Good evening everybody. Uh, Welcome to We Are Everyday People. This is Keith Bledsoe. It is uh, June 25th, Thursday evening and uh, welcome everybody to the show. I know you're probably watching the NBA draft. Uh, I have it on but it's uh, silent but I decided to go on with the show anyway because I just wanted to get some things uh, out and uh, also wanted to pay tribute to my brother who passed away. Everybody wants to call in, it's 718-664-9513, 718-664-9513. It's been a couple of weeks since I've done a show. I have been doing the uh, Real People from the Hood show on Monday evenings with Jimmy Williams that comes on, the same, uh, on my same block talk radio station, but I have been, uh, haven't done mine due to work and just running around and trying to get back and forth uh, and take care of business, and I'm back today. Uh, One thing that I see going on is this confederate flag issue. Uh, Everybody seems to be gung-ho and really expressing themselves as to uh, the idea that that flag needs to be taken down, which I can't argue with that. I mean, it does represent... Uh, what it represents, and it, 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 we don't need it. I don't see why it's, uh, well, I do see why it's been up there because it's uh, all systematic. You know, even those who uh, are moving to take it down now, they don't really want to take it down. It's just uh, nothing but a gesture, gesture, fear, politics. Maybe they won't win an election. Uh, uh, that removal of the flag is not going to do anything whatsoever to change the mentality. Other people out there who wants to hoist the flag and display the flag, it's not going to do anything. Uh, should it be taken down? Well, yeah, it should. But I, I, I think this is just one one of the other, another thing that we tend to gravitate to. We tend to attack those things that are not quite as important as so many other major things that we seem to remain silent on. Uh, I saw one Facebook post. I won't mention the name, but there was a dialogue on on my Facebook page. If you scroll down my timeline, you can read it for yourself. But there was uh, one uh, of my female Facebook friends that was indicating that she could care less about the flag. Uh, She's concerned about other more important issues, and it's pretty much just a a symbol, just symbolic. Uh, There's another gentleman who challenged her and pretty much was saying that... uh, She's kind of looking at it the wrong way. She uh, that the, those symbols are very important. That that flag uh, has a lot to do with why we don't uh, receive the justice uh, that we should. And this is after I uh, made the comment that uh, you know it, it's it's a matter of justice. You know uh, that flag wouldn't mean anything if we were to, as a people, receive the justice that we're supposed to get. We wouldn't care what flag they have up. So that was my stance, but the gentleman mentioned that the flag is the reason, uh, one a, a, a major reason why uh, we have the problems that we do, and I totally disagree. I think that's a very naive uh, point of view. You know, I would like for uh, him or anybody to call in and debate it. Doubt if they do, uh, but I had the. Uh, thought that we we talk about this flag in the same way as we talk about this Edmund Pettus Bridge. We want to make a big deal out of uh, whether or not the name changes, whether it doesn't change. I personally think it should remain the same for its historic purpose, period. That's the way it was. Keep it that way. Other people think it should be changed. Okay, whatever. Big deal. But uh, I don't think either one would mean anything. Like I say, if we got the justice and people were held accountable to the injustices that are done to us. You know, it's really uh, bizarre to me uh, to to see things the way I do, and not that I am an expert, not that I'm always right, but what I'm seeing out here, it's it's just unfortunate to me that other people aren't seeing some of uh, what's going on right before their face. We are at a point in time where I've said before on the show, we have been deemed absolutely worthless to society. We are worthless. I mean, we have our value and that value is based on what value we can bring uh, to others. But we are worthless, man. Nobody respects us and Quite frankly, I mean, when you look at how we're projected, I mean, who who could be surprised? I mean, look at what they see. Look at what we show them. I mean, we're killing each other. The police are killing us. But don't you see that it is obvious that the white supremacist Ku Klux Klan uh Aryan Nation, all these supremacist groups, don't you see that they have infiltrated the law enforcement? Don't you see that they have pretty much uh, seeped their way into the police departments, into the justice system? They've always been there, but this is a conscious effort to do exactly what it is they've been doing. And the more of these videos I witness and I see on uh, Facebook of these police uh, doing their thing on us, the more it's obvious to me that this is not anything new. The difference here, and you know, most some of you probably know, the difference is the social media. The difference is we're capturing it. This did not just start. It probably, it might not be happening too much more than it has been, but I, I, it probably is actually because we do have a black president, and they're pretty much uh, out to show us here's something for your, you and your black president. They, they've lost their minds on this. Uh, speaking of law enforcement, police officers. But not all of them, because I think most police officers are good law-abiding, serving, protecting individuals. And on the end of that, we've lost our minds. we we bought into every a stereotype and every projection that's been portrayed about us. We embrace it. We worship it. But we talk about a flag. I don't get it. If you really want to talk about something... And this is where I lose a lot of people because, you know, when you start to agitate in people's comfort zones, they have a real hard time dealing with that. I have a tendency to agitate that comfort zone, not because I'm out to agitate a comfort zone, but because this is what I really feel. This is what I see. And I have yet to hear back any type of uh, reasonable, logical responses to some of the really, really basic questions that I have asked. I haven't heard any Responses uh, that that make sense. All I hear is a scriptures, and uh, you know, you're telling me something from a 2,000 year old book that was written by an oppressor with bloody hands and imposed on a people. You know, we talk about uh, Jesus was black, but I, was there a black author of the Bible? where well, King James wasn't black? Here we go again. Got a black Jesus, got a white European writing a holy book that we embrace and just love to death, even though. The hands are so bloody in passing that book, it's pathetic. But we are too into that comfort zone to see it. And that's sad. So, no, Confederate flag, okay, take it down. So what, it's not going to change the mentality. And unfortunately, I don't think the church is going to change its mentality. Because the church is part of the system. Therefore, it is a major source of our problem. Damn the flag. We're too busy reaching outside of ourselves for some type of Holy Spirit. Instead of reaching inward into ourselves for all that dormant spiritual power that lay just waiting on you to embrace and put it to use. They don't teach you to look in that direction. They teach you to look outside of yourself, up in the sky, up in the clouds. There's nothing up there. Nothing up there for you. This is our problem. We're too damn holy, and we're not logical, we're not reasonable, because it challenges you to to, to, to have to think outside of your comfort zone. See, the truth will set you free. Now, that being the case, okay, fact is, we are not free. So, what is that telling you? If the truth will set you free, yet we are not even near free, evidently there's something out there that we're not embracing properly. We are buying into a system that is designed to do exactly what it is doing to us. But we talk about a flag, we talk about the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Uh as long as we stay on that boat it's it, it anchors away, the anchors down. We need to we, we, we we're not pulling anything up, we're not moving anywhere. If anything we're going to reverse. I mean, we're sitting here and we're we're worse off as a people than we were 50 years ago as a people. Now, there are individuals, many individuals who are doing better. Individuals will always be successful. As a people, we're doing worse as we pray. So you can't have it both ways. Because if things were the way that the religious uh, claim that they are, then why even bother voting? Why complain? Why worry about anything? You can't have it both ways. I'm not trying to be mean, but this is the kind of stuff that I hear from our holy religious. And this is why I say religion is the worst thing that ever happened to people. All it does is create conflict and divide. Create argument. That's all it does. But you can't have it both ways. You talk about uh, all you need to do is pray. All you need to do is uh, God is in control. Just let go and let God. Which I think that comment is one of the most ridiculous comments I've ever heard, as far as advising another person to do is concerned. What do you mean, let go and let God? What does that mean? What does that mean? let go? That mean just say just what that it help? I guess we why vote? Let's just let go and let let you know let God handle it. That's what it sounds like. If it's something different, I need somebody to school me. Because this is these these are things that you're saying, and you say it in a way and with an expression as though you have the inside scoop on some some divine knowledge. And I think it's actually undivine ignorance. Actually, I think we've been miseducated. I'm not trying to be mean, but uh, as a matter of fact, most of you who will get upset by what I'm saying understand exactly what I'm saying. You understand? Because if it's not going on in your church, I know doggone well you know of another church that the BS is going on in. You know the stuff that goes on in church, back in the back. You know it's just a business, the judgmental, who's checking out whose wife, who's checking out whose husband, who's screwing who, where's the money going, what kind of ride the preacher got, what kind of house he got compared to the house of people coming in there giving their hard work or earned money. It's bullshit. It really is. And you know it. And you're so guarded over it. And and then when someone asks you a simple question, you get an attitude. You want to distance yourself from that person. You want to impose your belief systems on, on others and just assume that this is what everybody wants to hear and this is what everybody abides by. I had that experience at my brother's memorial service this past Friday, when uh, we had an individual who, who requested to ask the family if they could uh, bless the, you know, oh, you know, just bless the table, bless the food. And, uh, okay, we went ahead and went along with it. But, you know, all along, we uh, didn't want any uh, preachers or nothing like that. We didn't want nothing like that because my brother, Mike, he wasn't about that. But the individual gets up there and she starts preaching. And I felt... Uh, I just didn't like it. I mean, this this individual didn't realize uh, all they all all she knew was this is how she felt, and she didn't think beyond that. She just assumed everybody wants to hear the holy, 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 holy Jesus, all that. And uh, Mike didn't give a shit about that. Mike wasn't about that. Mike thought pretty much like I think. And it's like, why why do people do that? Why do you go? Why would you go into a memorial service just assuming? Everybody wants to hear your shit now you Christians suppose a Muslim wanted to get up and say the prayer and started getting up there talking about Muhammad and Allah and the torah and that, and that's not what that's not your angle but 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 if somebody came into your situation in the memorial uh, imposing their belief system on you, just assuming that or uh, what you know you know the whole world wants to hear your shit then uh you know i don't I don't think you like that. You probably look at that person the way I was looking at this person. Period. So, no, you know, we can talk about Confederate flags and and the Pettus Bridge and, you know, I mean, we have a mental problem here. You know, we're talking about symbolic, symbolic, physical items. We have a mental problem, but nobody's addressing that. We have the, 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 uh, Uh, The gun control folks talking about we need to get the gun off the streets. Well, we've always had guns on the streets. You're not going to get guns off the streets. But what about the psychological problem? What about the mental problem? What about all the poisons that are feeding this mentality out here that is enticing people to go out and get the guns and do the things that they're doing? Everybody seems to see it but us. We're blind to our own self-genocide. We're blind to our own root cause. We come up with all these little uh, scratch-the-surface uh, remedies and little Band-Aid tactics and so forth, and we don't even take the time to go to the root cause of the problem because the root cause of the problem, to, to talk about that, would we'll take you out of your comfort zone. Now, we had nine people in a church praying to their God or whomever, whomever they're prayed to, I don't know, but I'm sure they weren't praying if they somebody coming in and shoot them dead. But that's what happened. So I don't know if God was on break, and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just I'm just saying uh, what I'm saying based on the things that the holy religious talk. But see, when something like this happens, all they do is respond with more scriptures, with more praying, not with waking up not by saying that we've been misled and miseducated, but by, by more of the same thing that has kept us in this mental prison forever. You're looking outside of yourself for something that you have within you, and you are ignoring all that spiritual power that you carry with you, and you've been taught to not to pay attention to that, not to focus on that, because to do that, you would need these people in the systems who's getting over on you, who's getting your money, and who's getting your belief. you believe in everybody but yourself i have had people uh say to me well don't you think we should believe in something uh, don't you think that we, that we should believe in a god and okay well why can't that god be in your mirror why can't you believe in yourself you have the power the power is within you your power is not outside of you and i don't the fact that people keep looking up in the sky as though something's coming back. To me, it's pathetic. I believe that there are, is life on other planets. I believe that. I really do. I don't trip on it. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal if, if there isn't. I just believe, it just makes sense to me, that why wouldn't there be? What makes us think we're the only thing going on here? I believe it, but I wouldn't impose it on you as I have an inside uh, scoop on some divine knowledge. And distance myself from you if you didn't believe it. But you feel justified because you have a 2,000-year-old book of parables and fables written by man, fabricated by man, and changed and changed, retranslated, and we buy into it. I don't get it. Nine people in church praying. Guy's sitting right there with them, No warning. No word. I mean, some of these folks probably say they talked to God. I wish God had maybe said something and gave you a heads up. But no. He shoots down nine people in cold blood. And then the next morning, I see people standing in a circle. You no know, praying. They go to court. One of the victims Uh, that was murdered, one of the family members sits up there and says to the uh, killer, I forgive you. I forgive you. Okay. See, and we wonder why we get no justice. We wonder why we get no respect. I mean, forgiving is one thing, but being a damn fool is another being sucked up into some belief system is insane, which is why we are projected the way we are. The first thing the system, the first thing the media wants to do, is adjust our mentalities to to believe that forgiving is the right thing to do. To look at this satanic killer as though he has a mental problem. What happened in his life that was the root cause of him reacting in this way? The dude gets arrested. They approach the car. Nobody jumps on the hood and. Fires his ass up. They casually walk. They had the gun out for a second. It almost looked like they just took the gun out just for the sake of saying they had the gun out, but they put it right back in their holster. No shots fired. I saw three or four cops. The car wasn't surrounded. The most one of the most peaceful arrests I've ever seen in my life. And then they stop on the way and get the dude some Burger King because he said he was hungry. I remember the guy in Tucson not Tucson, but in Tulsa, where the cop lied about, uh, he didn't know whether or not he had a taser or a gun, and he shot the guy dead. But before the guy died, he was saying, I can't breathe. And while the cop had his knee on the man's neck, he said, fuck your breath. Do you remember that? He said, fuck your breath. Yes. See, But I'm not saying that to uh, uh, say that there's any element of surprise here, because it's not surprising, because that's the way it is. That is the way we're projected. And that's one thing we need to understand. Another thing we need to understand is that it's not going to stop unless those individuals are held accountable and there's some fear provided in their nervous system. We are being eliminated without fear of anything. And if the system can't get us justice what are we supposed to do just not have justice just keep on praying keep on marching keep on trying to get legislation change well yeah that's 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 something that we can do too that doesn't hurt anything and and there there's some little things that can come uh, as a result of of those of those things but that doesn't that's not making them afraid and they're not leaving us i mean who who, who wants to have had this kind of war. I don't. But it's almost like those elements within the law enforcement agency and the elements within the system are itching for it because that would give them carte blanche to really go at us. I don't know. I was talking to my, my, my oldest, uh, my brother Skip, last last week when I was in town in Chicago, and he was saying that, uh, well, he asked me if I ever wrote to a political uh, elected uh, politician, and I actually I have not, and he suggested that's something that I can do. That's something that we maybe should do is we should write. He said he did it out there. He lives in New Mexico, and he lived in Utah, and uh, he seems to think that that doesn't hurt anything, and of course it doesn't hurt anything, and it's not really that much of a waste of time for me because I like to write anyway, and i'm just for the sake of uh doing it i'm i'm gonna do it I, i'm gonna i'm gonna write a couple of matter of fact i'm gonna i'm gonna post them i'm gonna i'm gonna write a couple of letters to elected officials concerned about issues that concern me and we'll see what happens We'll see what happens maybe a letter writing campaign can get our schools to change the curriculum to include from kindergarten through twelfth grade conflict resolution anger management. Basic morals, self-respect. I mean, we—we. We, this is something that we have to do to counter the poisons that are putting our kids' heads every day through the music, through television, through movies, through radio, through the news. Through it, it, it it's, it's out of hand. Freedom of speech and freedom of expression. Yes, it's necessary, but we seem to take these rights, and we have gotten out of hand with it. We have no morals. There is no bar. The bar is on the ground. Everything goes. And we can thank the LGBT community for a lot of that. We have no morals. Man says he wants to be a woman. Okay, got people arguing saying he should be a woman. Woman wants to be black. Got people co- her, her, she shouldn't be able to be black, or she should. It, this is crazy, and we're killing each other at the same time. But the, and the problem is, we promote this stuff. We promote this insanity. Bruce Jenner is in, has a mental problem. Bruce Jenner is mentally ill. I don't give a damn what anybody says. There's something wrong with that. Don't try to convince me and, and other people that th- this is okay and then have a problem with me and start calling me homophobic and everything which is a damn lie because I disagree with the concept so something's wrong with me because I think a man should be a man period and that should be promoted that way Now, if, if, if one chooses to be otherwise or whatever one chooses to be okay that's fine you have the right to be do your thing but don't try to turn my brain around to make me look at it in a way that, oh, this is just so normal. This is, so what What are you looking at that for? How, I mean, our kids are confused enough. They are confused enough that they shouldn't have to walk around watching TV, Empire in particular, and seeing two-man bust ass on there to gospel music in the background. This is what I understand was the was case in the last episode. We fill our kids' heads with all these poisons, and then we talk about it the parents. So how about it that the parents are also kids? Now what? We send them to school, and they just get passed from kindergarten through 12th grade and end up graduating from high school and reading at a third or fourth grade level. No, not all of them, but too many of them. Too many. It's all by design. This is automatic, systematic. It is systematic. So we have bigger problems. And the Confederate flag and the Pettus Bridge ain't got a damn thing to do with any of them. We always seem to go on mass attack on the easy stuff. You want to say get the guns out the streets? well you know it's it's a mental problem. How are we going to deal with a mental problem? We live in the land of zombies. no compassion, nothing, no concern, just killing you have the mentality of the body snatches just no 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 emotion whatsoever. just just doing things as though you can press reset and start the game over again after you don't took somebody's life. This is what these video games. This is a mentality that seeps into these kids' minds, even unknowingly to themselves. They are programmed. This violence is programmed. The knockout game, where the kids just walk up to an older person and knock the hell out of them and knock them out with one punch while they're not looking, while they're not expecting it. That's the kind of stuff that they did in, in Grand Theft Auto, that video game. That's where they get that shit from. That's where they get it from. I've seen the game played. I've actually played the game just to see. We are being programmed to self annihilate ourselves, and it's working like a charm. All the while, they're planning for their future. They're planning ahead. They're uh, they're doing their thing. They're, they're, they've already infiltrated the police and gotten into that. And who, who knows what else is in store? They know. They're like about 25, 30 years ahead, and we haven't figured out 30 years ago. We're way behind. Because we want it both ways. We'll just say, we'll just pray, uh, leave it in in the hands of Jesus. God got this. Ridiculous. Religion is killing us. It really is. I can go on and on and on because I'm just so disappointed in in the frame of mind that we're walking around here with as though we are on to something. The only thing that we're on is, is ignorance. And we are too deep. It's almost like you're going to really feel embarrassed of yourself if you finally realize that what you've been taught is incorrect, that you've been misled, that you've been duped. And Also, it's almost like every time uh, I do this show, and when I do the uh, Real People from the Hood show with Brother Jimmy Williams on Mondays at 7 o'clock, every time I'm thinking we can get out of talking about the thing the shit going on with the police, it's always more issues that come up. But we see more. I mean, there was a soldier that was killed while in police custody. He was supposed to be in jail for two days for a DUI. He ended up dead. And it's on video. It's on my timeline for Facebook if you want to go on it. If you're not a Facebook friend of mine, then link up with me. Link up with me on Facebook and you can see my timeline. But... uh He was even saying, I can't breathe. It's another Eric Gardner situation. He's saying, I can't breathe. These satanic cops, these KKK cops, these guys, they are insane. The politicians, they are insane. Afraid, one or the other. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not as forgiving as the the, the Holy Church. I don't believe in all that forgiving. I believe in justice. I believe in doing what you need to do. To protect yourself, and uh, I don't know. I think that this this holy book is, is, has us afraid. Uh, uh, you know, the, when you say God fearing, what you really mean is that you fear your master, you fear the oppressor. See, that's the old code. That's the old programming. They call it something different, but but you know, uh, me myself, I, I I can see what it really is. You're not God fearing. You fear your you fear your oppressor. You fear your master. That's who is your God. You look in the mirror and don't see nothing. When you look in the mirror, that's where you should be seeing your God. That's where your God is. You need to recognize. You need to reach in instead of reaching out. So, I just wanted to kind of say that a little bit. Uh, I didn't really have much preparation for the show today. I haven't really had time, but I'm just talking. I'm just expressing myself. I'm documenting my, my feelings right now. And, uh, you know, if it doesn't do anything but pass down throughout uh, my kids and grandkids and they can hear what their grandpa is talking about and what the, how their grandpa thinks, Or uh, friends can see where I'm coming from, and then that's, all, that, that, that's fine with me. If, if they can pick up something, they can pick up a frame of mind that could be beneficial to them to counter the miseducation that they've picked up from these belief systems, then that would be a good thing also, I believe, you know. My angle is believe in yourself, love yourself, trust in you, and when you do that, whoever is your spiritual power is within that whole circle within you. It's all within you when you when you love you, loving you is loving your God. It's simple, but you're being taught that to put that love outside of yourself when you're neglecting yourself spiritually. That's my perspective. That, that's that's my point of view. That's, that's that's the way I feel about it, and uh, it works for me. I'll say that. And if, if your belief system genuinely works for you, then by all means, you embrace it. But the problem is it ain't working for you, and you can't see that. You're too deep into it. It is welded in your mind, this miseducation that's been taught to you. By the slave master for the purpose and the benefit of the slave master, which is why we are in the condition that we are in today. So, I got that out. Uh, I was in Chicago last week, and uh, you know, my brother Mike passed away. Uh, I believe on the seventh of June and uh after a long debilitating illness and uh, there was a memorial we had a memorial he was he was cremated, and there was a memorial uh last Friday that uh you know, some family and friends gathered gathered there and um, not bad it was it we it, it was it was we had funny we sad tears laughter Uh, But, you know, I I spoke. I kept it really real uh, as to what he was about. And uh, when we come back from this break, I'm just going to share some of that with you. And I want to also just share what uh, Michael Hoffman, you know, who he was and uh, what he was about. And I tell you, people say he talked a lot. He talked too much. And he get on your nerves. But I tell you, I'm going to miss that talking. And uh, I wish he was still able to get on my nerves. So, you all hold on. If you want to call in, number 718-664-9513. When we come back, I'm going to talk about my brother. May he rest in peace wherever he is. Uh, that, I say that because we don't know. He's in my mind. He's in my heart. I know he's there. And we'll be back in a few minutes. Chicago. For your next family reunion, call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366, your family reunion expert since 1990, with photo T-shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsonline.com That's jimmywilliamsonline.com, one word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T-Shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773 690 5366. Your T-shirt man. Thank you. back for more, the number is 718-664-9513, 718-664-9513, if you want to call and chime in, uh, I'd love you to call in, if not, I'll just carry on And uh, with my own personal tribute to my brother Michael, uh, he passed away July 7th, uh, June 7th, uh, this year, a couple of weeks ago or so, and uh after about two years of uh being pretty much just about bedridden he was uh came up with uh ill and uh you know it started off it it was a slow progression I tell you to see someone that you care about to kind of just fade away so slowly and in your mind uh you know he's suffering but i tell you he never complained he he, ne- he never made anyone feel guilty he he rolled with it I, I don't see how he did it but he did uh and i tell you it it's it was a life-changing experience uh it, it's i got something from that uh it, it He had about uh, there was a period of time where he had had uh, about three strokes in a two-month period, and uh, you know you you could where you you went from being able to hold a conversation with him to barely being able to understand what it is he's saying. All the while, his mind never withered. His mind was just as sharp. It was almost like he was in prison. His, his 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 mind was in prison. He he was aware of everything going on. He heard everything going on. I, I I I honestly believe that until he left, that mind was on was totally on. Even in the last few days where they had to take him off the fluids, and they pretty much it was almost like he was a on a, on a desert with no food or water, and. uh... Because his body was rejecting the uh, the IV and fluids, so they couldn't do anything. So he just pretty much for the last couple of days, kind of just just laid there until he expired. And, and there's no doubt in my mind that that brain was on point until the last moment. Uh, I, I, caller, I see you out there. Eight three two area code. Give me a second, I'll bring you right in. But uh, as, as I stated. In the uh, memorial, you know, Mike was Mike. You know, Mike. Uh, Mike loved to talk. Mike loved attention. Uh, Mike wanted to be loved, but you could never give him enough. If you gave him some love, you gave him attention. Mike wanted more. Uh, he 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 was he was that way. He he could be loud. He could get on your nerves. But as I told the people at the memorial, you know, I, I believe everybody in that memorial that there's something about them that gets on someone else's nerves also. I wanted to turn it around to get people to not just look, uh, Mike is talking a lot and get, getting on someone's nerves because I wanted to make clear that sometimes that getting on our nerves says something about us and our own lack of tolerance because we're in our own little uh, whatever you want to call it and so therefore this person getting on our nerves but you know, quite often it's not necessarily that person who you say getting on your nerves quite often it's you sometimes it is you that's the problem and I I just wanted to make sure that those who attended the memorial uh, uh, gave a balanced perspective of of Mike because Mike uh, was not a bad guy at all Mike never been to jail Mike didn't do drugs Mike wasn't a drinker Mike didn't do any DUIs he didn't abuse women Uh, He was very respectful to his elders, very respectful to women. He respected his parents. He he loved mom and dad. He loved his brothers. He loved me, Skip, and Paricio. He loved his cousins. And, you know, he just liked to talk. And sometimes uh, he can get on your nerves. Sometimes because our lack of tolerance is so low that, hell, anybody would have gotten on our nerves. So I'm going to hold off here. I'm going to bring on... uh, Caller from, whoops, eight three two area code here now, and I'll get back to what I was saying. But uh, caller, are you there? Eight three two area code.
2: Yes, yes, I am. This is your cousin Maurice. Yeah.
1: Maurice, what's going on, man? How you doing?
2: I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, I was just, I was just those over like I was just listening on about uh, Mike. You know, those were very touching words. You know, Because I had, I, I for me. My me growing up uh in the family i really didn't i didn't have uh he wasn't getting' them, he I, I don't i didn't look at him as getting on my on my nerves because I was excited for y'all to to come around or we go to one of uh, um gloria uncle jimmy's par- big party that they have you know I was excited about that you know i see all my other right, right. I all, you know I, I you know and for him you know. He just was. A, I, I would look at him as a visionary. He, he got. He, you know, he, his vision was so great a, that it made us It made it may have seemed that he was, he was getting on our nerves. But, like I yeah. said, it, it was more of his vision that he had of seeing things before they even happened. And you know that's a gift. No, that's what yeah. he. That's what him. You know, that's my point of view about Mike. You know, Mike. Yeah. Everything
0: that
2: you said about him was
0: was
1: right on point. Yeah, well, I, I tell you, brother Reese, I uh, I knew him better than better than anybody. Yeah, I knew him better than anybody. Yeah. I mean, coming up, uh, you know, through high school as a young kid, you know, Skip he was a little old, older and he went out to the service, so it pretty much left me, Mike, and Paricio, and uh, through our uh, yeah. teens and adulthood yeah. and so forth, and so I, so I hung out. I had a chance to really talk to Mike outside of the loud talk and outside of what people would consider getting on their nerves. You know, we go, he called me up and uh, we go to the club and play cards and uh, he talk his stuff. And, you know, he was always well liked, man. He wasn't a loudmouth, and He wasn't that a loudmouth, a nerve wracking man in in the clubs. He was a likable person, very, very respectable man. And I made it a point to cover that at the Memorial because I want people to understand that uh, look beyond just because you figure somebody getting on your nerves, because hell, I get on people's nerves too. You know, and people get on my nerves. I mean, some people people who I love can get on my damn nerves. I'm sure you feel the same way. That don't mean you don't love them. No,
2: no. But like like I said, my 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 thing was for me, my, for me personally, I didn't look at it. I, I just looked at it as, as him being a visionary. He 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 had things that, and he talked about things, and he probably seen things right. that we. Just didn't understand. That's just bottom line. So it made it seem like it may have gotten on our nerves, but in actuality, he was just being visionary of, of what he's seen. Yeah, like his, his vision of future. Well, that, that's know, a, so. that's
1: a mature that's that's a mature perspective that you that you're expressing, man. And that's and and what you're saying. Are, 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 those are the things that I want to make sure uh, we get highlighted also when it comes to Mike, because Mike was a you know, look, we had our battles, but hell, who, who? What family didn't have their battles? But I tell you what, we had our battles, but he wouldn't let nobody else battle me. Okay, so there, was, there's was a lot of battles that I didn't have because he was there to keep keep them from happening. So, you know, I got to give that equal time, man. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he, he was definitely, and he definitely was a funny dude. He that dude was, he was, he was a He He said. <laughs> He say some things and it, it, you have to think about it for a couple of days, but it'd be so funny, you'd be like, man, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Mike, man, what did you just say, man? I've yeah. been, I was messing for like three days. <laughs> yeah, and
1: he he could exaggerate a little bit, you know, and we all can, but he he would exaggerate for the, maybe for the purpose of maybe getting a better laugh or something out of it or something like that, but. You know, he 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 never was the kind of guy that tried to mess over with nobody. He never tried to take advantage uh, of nobody. You know, he was a kind of uh, guy you uh, that you could trust. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that,
0: I, mean,
1: that says, that I mean, but we all that right. says a lot about him. You know,
2: that's we all exaggerated and to just to get a laugh. You know, you you stretch the truth a little, you little bit for, for the laugh of thing, and that's what it did. You know, and that's what it did. You know.
1: And I tell you, another thing that sticks out with the memory for me, was when I played Little League Baseball, I tell you, Mike used to always brag on me. He was at every game. He 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 was at every single game. He had his glove. He would throw us balls. And he would always talk about me and brag on me. And, and I was a really good player. But with him putting all that them words out about me, it made me try harder to back it up. And fortunately, I, I was able to. But, man, he was my biggest cheerleader, brother. My biggest cheerleader at every game, and uh, I, I, th- 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 that's what I remember about Mike, man. I, when I when I think of Mike, regardless of whatever battles, I don't I don't think of that. I think of all the good things and the funny things and uh, the, the conversations we had. That uh, you know th- that he he just 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 a cool guy when you really got to talk to him, man.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I missed him. Uh, I, I, you know, I I got I I got that bad, but the things bad things in the street when they were telling me that he uh that he uh and I was just like what? It didn't it didn't like, program it in my, didn't
3: head. Program it my head program like
2: a few minutes after, like, after it, I was, after it, I
0: was told it, and it was like it was you know. You know
4: are you see um, oh
1: yeah. okay, no, go ahead, go ahead, Thank you. No. I, I do have another I, I see another call on a uh seven seven three uh I'll get him on in a second. Hold hold tight Carla. we'll get you right on okay i'm okay i'm I'm just gonna
2: make this real brief. I remember when one time he came over to my grandma's house she's staying on sixty fifth and he was telling me about this uh opportunity that we had that he had of uh, the truck driving thing, yeah. So it was so it was the way he said it, it was so funny. I was just like, man, I can't do that because I can't I can't just leave. I just can't leave my family. <laughs> but it was so funny yeah. the way he said it. And but he but, but it was just like like man like nah man I can't do that. If I was single, yeah, I'd be like I'd be man. We can do whatever. You my cousin. I love you. You know. But I couldn't leave my family. <laughs> But other than and that, I mean, those those
4: moments
1: I remember, you know. Well, cuz, I, I, I appreciate you calling in, man, because uh, I was hoping I could get a call or two in, because uh, if not, I, just, I was just going to ride with it, man, and just express myself. And uh, But I'm, I'm glad you called in, man. Appreciate it. Son. Yeah, no problem. All right. Love you, man. I'm going to go ahead and take the next call, and L- I'll talk with you later L- on. Love you, too. Man. All right. All right later. All right, later. Like.
4: Caller from
1: uh, 773 Area
4: Code. Are you with me? Yes, I am. And who is Brother Sanderson? Yeah, this is Carl Sanderson. How you What's doing, up, my Carl?
1: What's going on, man? I, I, I thought oh, I was sure. I thought I
4: recognized. Yeah, I didn't even know you was coming on. I just happened to be <laughs> watching the draft. I am just getting in. I had uh, been ripping and running all day. Today was an off day for me. So I was out ripping and running, and I didn't even... I'm just checking my phone and I saw you uh had hit me earlier. Yeah. I didn't even know. I would have been I'd have been dead on it, you know. I I live for this to get on you know, to come on here and yeah, because I'd I'd have been dead on it. And yeah, I didn't uh, really really the topics and get a chance to even read. I just dialed a number. So when I saw that you had hit me and you was gonna be on, man, I just always a pleasure. I was just um uh, just sitting back reflecting on the South Carolina incident, man, um, you know, what does it take? I mean, after this kid is a little deranged, well, they send this little deranged kid, he perpetrated um, that kind of act, man. I mean, where did he get this? Where did he get all this from? You know, this was just a kid, man. Is this what uh, white folks teaching their kids in the South for, you know, I'm trying to figure out. How do you become so diabolical, man? You know, this—that's what really gets me. I mean, any kid to even think about killing a bunch of people, man—and you know—but but as I, as lately as yesterday, I read that this kid he had harbored some resentment towards blacks because some young black guy had stole his girlfriend. You know, he got. He I heard was in that. love with this white. Yeah, he was in love with this white girl, and some black guy. You know, just stole her, and then I, he had made some other comments that this white boy, his white friend, talked about that he was um. He didn't. He didn't like black folks because of they're taking over everything. You know, I mean.
1: But we really, don't get that. It, when it comes up, the first thing to are saying in the silence at home is the parents. How are they raising their kids? I haven't heard that said about this dude. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's but that's what I yeah
4: he said that he didn't you know he wasn't uh, that blacks were taking over and then I don't know about him being from the south I don't know if that's how they look at uh, blacks I don't know how whites look at blacks that li- up north but I think they look at them like do they they think they better than us Yeah man it's it's, it's sad that we had to lose nine good people man for some deranged, diabolical kid.
1: but Well, you missed... When I first started uh-huh. the show, I talked about that, and I, and I went into okay. uh, the fact that these people were in church praying.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Now,
1: I doubt that they were praying that somebody would come in there and shoot them dead. Right. Okay, because that's what happened. So yeah. I, I, I so have to look can, yeah. at... The, Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I had to turn into religion again, man. I had to go there because I really think that this religious mentality is killing us, man.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and that's like this, just an example uh, of it, you know. he It's like he knew where to go. And, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like this kid knew exactly where to go and feats off these people, man. You know, he knew exactly yep. where to go, man. Yep. And, you know... And I guess they he probably they get a they get a lot of that in, in the South, especially in uh, South Carolina. And that's how they're being controlled with that because so if you look at South Carolina, I can't the reality is I can't live in a state that parade around with that flag. I think I believe there's seven states that honor that flag Arkansas, Tennessee. South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, Carolina, North Carolina, Mississippi, uh, Georgia, and one more. And with Georgia, they they hit. They made a compromise, but they still had some of it inside one, one of those to state flag. Uh. Georgia, well, what, hear, what, see. what I hear is they're quietly trying to speak them down,
1: you know, quietly.
4: Right. But what I, what right. I also say is, you know what, see, I, I
1: spoke about the flag too earlier. It's not my, my theory. And I understand, yeah, it needs to be taken down. But I ain't tripping on it because it's not going right. to change. It's so it's, it's we are
4: dealing with a mental problem. Right. we got to do it. The flag is just part of it. Exactly, that is. Exactly. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. We you know we got to, what about the mentality? What about the mentality? The exactly. Same
4: thing with, keep guns off the
1: street. Right. It's a mental problem, man, not a physical problem.
4: Exactly. And that's what they passing down from generation to generation. They passing the mental thing. It's like they pass it here's how I see it. I see that white folks they think they're privileged and they think that this is theirs. They think the United States is theirs. Now now they have the population. Now they at one point they was a majority. Are they still the majority now? You know, that's a that's a question. Are white folks the majority in the United
1: States? If you break up if you break up the people of color, then, then they probably are, but if and that's why they try to break us up. The people if you keep people of the mm-hmm. color of color together which we're not united, mm-hmm. but if you did, we far outnumber. We don't outnumber them here and in the world. But right. they not masterfully have, you know, black people, Asians, uh, Mexicans, Hispanics. Them, uh, they they right. they they know what they're doing, man. They are masters at this shit. We the ones that don't get. We're not minorities.
4: Exactly, and that's what you know. That's the question is, and see, here's what I'm thinking: and they're losing it because I think white folks think that they are uh, being um, they're being challenged for something that ain't even really theirs. This is not theirs. this land here, the Indians was on here when they first got here. you know when that when that when that guy Christopher columbus when he he didn't know where he was at he
2: didn't
4: know where he where he was at and I don't he didn't discover america. it was already discovered. They just put new tags on it you know this this country was already moved uh, Indians I guess they was here, and they lived off the land. And they didn't kill, they wasn't killing a whole lot of buffaloes. They only killed enough for survival, you know. The white man came and killed all those buffaloes and whatnot, man. This this country is basically, this is a new country if you look at it. This country, it's, you know, as far as since the white man came here, and this this is a new country, man. And this country is really, they're drying it up, man. This, this country is going through a lot of, you can tell it's going through a lot better weather that we've been having across the United States. Yeah.
1: Well, you Malcolm X said, it. Malcolm X said it best when he said that the white man. When I say the white man, I ain't talking about our white people, so people don't trip. You know what I'm talking right. about. The right. white man, there's no there's nowhere that he has gone where he has created peace and harmony. Everywhere he has gone, he's created nothing but havoc. That is a, right. that, that is a short true statement, man. And he uses religion. As that's is right. a major tool to do it. That's powerful. Right. Right.
4: Hey, man, this country has been, this country is just, man, it's taking a beating physically, mentally, you know. And, you know, and that's why, that's why we got all the bad weather, man, across the United States, man. I think they still, actually, they still sending jets up there to the surface, man. They don't really know what they're doing, man. We have a lot of satellites. That's that's up there, and they still send in jets, and they don't have, they don't even have to tell you when they are going up there, and they don't now. They used to announce when they take a challenger, when they take them up there. They don't even announce no more. They just they just go up there, man. And I think by them going up there, man, they really have messed up the atmosphere in the equator, me-
1: man. Who knows? Who who you know. knows how many satellites are up there? Now you know how it is. Now you, uh, mm-hmm. you know if you you, you, you you go put your hand on your cable box, you are gonna feel some heat, right? That's right. That's it. Now can you imagine that big ass corpus? All them? Who knows? They probably thousands upon thousands. And I and I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm mm-hmm. just
4: loud now.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, who who knows what all all that? Can you imagine the heat that these things are putting out, man? And who knows if mm-hmm. it's going down? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's, it's just a thought.
1: But something's going on. <laughs>
0: Mhm.
1: Mhm. Something is happening. Something is Something definitely is
4: going on, man. And it's um, it's it's a travesty. Something is definitely going on with that man. The circus is all screwed up, man. That's why we having all this bad weather, man. People do They just look at me and they smile and they keep saying it's God's work. <laughs> they need to come off that, man. That's that just goes to show me that these two have been brainwashed very well. And they always and talk that's, about something is
1: gospel. Carl, I have I I have been trying to not really go there, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm at a point now because I mean I'm going to lose some people because I'm not going to sit back and just watch this shit. Because mm-hmm. you know I'm just tired of the holy religious and this bullshit, especially them imposing that system and that belief on us as though, you know, we want to hear that shit. I mean, everybody ain't right. about your shit. Because but they, saying, it, like, but
4: I, the people, go ahead, go ahead. and they listen, and when you tell them that, and they were like, this guy is crazy. Why is he talking about this so brainwashed to it that you got to be crazy because you're telling them uh, the truth about, about it? Yeah, Well, I get that too because the guy was telling me, I told, you know, because I told him that what's this mess, you know, I don't even want to go there. I better not go there, man, because I might make it <laughs> mad. You know, but, but anyway. I mean,
1: Kyle, 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 this show here, if you want to go there, you go there. Don't let don't let me and this show stop. You can say what the right. hell you want, how you want it on this. Right. But if you'd rather not say it, go, you don't do it. But I'm telling you, you know, right. that's, that's, that's yeah, not, man. you know. Because
4: it makes me mad sometimes just to even talk about it, man, how they parade how they parade the Pope around and all that mess. <laughs> you know, it's, it's laughable to me. You parade a man and walk around with a white dress on and you honor him like he's the man. It's like he's the man, you know.
1: And, and but he I don't is over, know and, and, and he is over an organization that is a haven for homosexuals and pedophiles. Now, imagine if the nation of exactly. Islam exactly the same concept under it, under, under it, under Minister Farrakhan. Come on. hmm that's right. right. Carl, uh brother brother Reese, I see you there. If you wanna come on if you wanna uh make a make a point in, just press number one so I'll know. I don't know if you're just, if you're just listening or if you want to come on with us, man. So just press one if, uh, that's that's uh, brother Maurice, uh, Carl. I see it, the number okay. here. So if he wants okay. to uh come on he'll press one and uh, we'll we'll get him on. But, but he okay. go ahead, brother Carl. With
4: Jimmy what about Jimmy Williams? Is he available tonight? Jimmy uh uh I I invited Jimmy on, but uh, I know he works tonight. He works today, okay. so he,
1: he said yeah, he I might know. be, but I just let him know to come on.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah, okay. Here we're gonna. I'm gonna bring uh, uh, Brother Reese on and mix it up with us. Brother Reese, are you with me? Yes, I am. Go ahead. Yeah, go was, ahead was, I,
2: I'm hearing y'all talking about the religion, and uh, yeah, it's 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 really crazy how they how they got this stuff going. And, and, and how they to me they uh they pretty like brainwashing people, you know. You know, I, I always I always tell people to uh to read Acts seven forty eight and Acts seven forty eight states that uh God don't dwell in the temples that's made by by man or by the hands of man. And what that means is <laughs> you know, where does he dwell at? He dwells within us, you know. You know. And, but uh, but you know what
1: i mean let me, let, me, let, me, let me say this research the, the thing the thing about that this this is what it gets me about that two thousand year old book because that's the shit that I've been saying without having to refer to any book
0: mm-hmm. i haven't
1: had to re- i haven't had to refer to any book to say exactly what you're saying that that black book to me is uh all due respect I mean because if it works for anybody and if it works for you by all means and then that's what you embrace, but it don't work for me because right. the same... Crap that brainwashed you in that book, and see it—it it, it, it gives you. It, that's like the bro, a broken clock is right twice a day. So the book is gonna give you some shit that makes some kind of damn sense. while it scares you into all this that, that satanic mental, mentalized bullshit. So exactly. I, I, I'm, I, I just wanted to say that, but I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're yeah. saying. Go
2: ahead. And and
1: I and I, I tell that to, to Christians
2: and and people that go to church, and the reaction is, is pretty much the same. It, it's been well, that's true, but. What what I mean? What's the but? If it's true, why would you do that? If you've seen somebody jump off a side side of a of the Sears Tower and go to, and fall to their death, you've seen this to be true because you've seen it with your own eyes. Why wouldn't you turn the other cheek? <laughs> you know, and that's just a scenario I just come up with. You know, I, I just don't get people that 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 dwell that that, that go to church. And see they about money. And see people don't know that the government uh the government funds uh all the churches across the United States with this I think it's called a 5013c I do believe. Mm-hmm. And uh and what that does is that gives them funding but they don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. So now what exactly. that does, what that that does, now you're talking about ties and getting money from people. That's the thing, and I tell people that i i tell that i tell i show people that on my um i have a uh a uh a website that i go on facebook uh african american uh Truth. and I show these things to people to let them inform them that this is what's happening in the united States and uh you know you still got you still, you got some of those people that still well i'm that's blind to the fact and you just gotta move on and pray for them. For they
1: just, they 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 they're locked they're locked
4: into a comfort zone, man. Brother Carl, what, go ahead, chime in, man. Um, uh, no, I was just I was just listening, man. Uh, okay, so take it
1: away, take away. You, you know to, wherever you want to go. Yeah, I'm oh. just
4: I'm just listening right now, and I'm just you know because I'm you know, just listening and just bringing stuff in. I you know I had wanted to touch on some other issues too. I mean, but go
2: ahead. That's, that's why I had
4: to come in on. That's why I had to come in late. You know, I'm just. No, I'm just hoping that, like in Chicago, I'm hoping that the um, – it's going to be tough. Uh, Governor Rauner, I'm very disappointed in Governor Rauner, man. He was – you know, he's the Republican uh, billionaire that ran for office and he won. And I'm like, who voted for this idiot, you know? But I know who voted for him. We got a state full of trailer trash, people in, in, in the suburban areas, man. They voted for him, and they voted for him, anybody – but a person of color, anybody, you know, it. Rahner is the type of guy, man. The only thing here's how I see conservative Republicans. They will have, they will enslave your ass. That's the only thing they they will do. They don't want nothing. They don't want to give nothing to people of color. They will oh, have no. you as slaves. If they, they will have you as slaves. Look,
0: a well, cow- republicans
4: will have you as slaves, man, and that is what they want. You know, Look, you're not going to are- turn this. No, to go, this ahead.
0: I- I- go ahead. I'm
4: you're-, a you're not going to turn the state of Illinois into a right to work state because those Irishmen that's been here and came across Ellis Islands and and they control all the unions. They control the plumbers union. Local 130, 134, electricians, they control 399, operating engineers. They control all, they will. Um, UAW, uh, miss, don't forget about UAW. Yeah, UAW, they control all those unions. Before they allow Rauner to, <laughs> with before they allow, they will run him out of this country. You see what happened to Jimmy Hoffa. They will run him out of this mm-hmm. state.
3: They we are
1: state. Look, we right. we are we are a we are a election, we are a we are a Republican mm-hmm. president away right. from going through holy fucking hell. I don't think people realize right. how close we are. We already right. have gone backwards from fifty years ago, we're already doing worse off then. We about to go back right. to Jim Crow. If these Republicans can get the president and the House and the Senate, damn it, right. boy, you you better get your newspaper stand or
0: something.
1: Yeah, about I'm about you, man,
4: that's exactly what's up.
1: And I told
2: people this too. I told people y'all better learn how to learn something about business. Try to get to a business before Barack Obama got out of get out of this right. because yep. you don't
1: know this what's gonna happen after he gets out. You know, and I'm right. gonna tell you, if, and and, and, I, and I, I I look if Hillary Clinton wins, we still got a fucking Republican president as far as I'm oh,
4: concerned. That's just my opinion. I don't That's just my opinion. I don't trust her. I don't I do not yes. trust Hillary Clinton. God, she the, hey, man, Yeah.
0: she,
4: yeah, it she Bro. used to, Hillary is, you uh, know, get, out, get move, 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 back, move back. Y'all yeah, got to excuse me. Yeah, Hillary, man, I don't trust, it. get back.
1: But yeah. if, if, if she wins, if she is okay. a Democratic nominee, we got it. Either way, right. we're going to have a Republican president. Right, period.
0: Yeah, I, don't, she, I do not trust... To do is... Go ahead.
1: Go ahead, Go ahead. Go ahead. I,
4: don't, I don't trust a man. If if she can go, you know, Hillary Clinton, what is what does she have to offer? I think she's just mad and running because she's mad at Bill for his indiscretions, no. and she's mad at Obama because she lost to Obama. In the primary, you know, the she, denomination. I think she, she is flat out mad. She just wants to be the. She wants to make history as the first woman president.
3: She's now doing it for talking. all the
4: wrong. She, running, she doing it for all the wrong. All the wrong reasons. Yep. She's running for office for all the wrong reasons, exactly. man. You know understand? <laughs> and that's why she I see to her, a, man. She wants right. to be the first woman president, and that's what all. That's what it is all about. Uh, she wants to be the. It
2: ain't got shit to do with shit. She wants to be the first people president. That ain't gonna work.
0: Yep. Right. But
2: well, but this is the thing too. We mm-hmm. these black black folks yes. don't they? Black folks uh, they, they they made it easier for her to say, well,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you didn't you didn't say anything when when Barack Obama was in office. You didn't do anything to make yourself right. better. So why should I? You know.
0: Mm-hmm. And we made is it
2: easier exactly. for her to say that, so she won't have to. Um, so we don't have to put any pressure on her to say, "Oh well, she ain't doing nothing for us," because she just come back and say, "Hey, you had yes. Barack Obama eight years, and you didn't ask him to do anything."
0: Reese, I've been and saying that shit years.
2: Yep, you know? you're right.
4: You're
1: right. Yes. and that's what that, that's where they that's where they got us, Reese. You asked. See, they can. All they have to do now, once Obama was up, that's why I hated he didn't appoint a black Supreme Court justice, because all these niggers got to say is, "Hey, you had a black president. He didn't, he, you could have got you a black. He didn't do it. What you bitching at me for?" Exactly. Yeah. We in trouble. We in trouble. We we we, mm-hmm. we gonna pay. We gonna pay for having this black president. Believe
4: me. We gonna pay oh, for. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's for sure. For a long time coming. You know that for sure. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I, I try. To, I try
4: to. But uh, uh, I just hope that. I, yeah. I just Stop hope it. that we can that he's able to get through the 2016 year without anything happening to the man.
2: Yeah, Do you hear me? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes. Yeah. you're right. That's what. That's I my. I that's think he's I'm, gonna be fine. I think that we're gonna be the ones that gonna pay the price for his, his whatever. Uh huh. I think he's gonna be fine. I think that we're gonna pay the price, and we're doing it. And you, okay. as you see, what's happening in, right. and uh, and across the country, what's going on with these killings of the police, uh, we're paying the price right. right now. They're not waiting. Well, so
4: even even the white Supreme Justice, the uh, Roberts, he realized that Obamacare is much needed. It was his deciding <laughs> vote that that stated that uh Obamacare is, is is much needed. We I already knew Obamacare was much needed. But you know how many white folks uh it's got Obamacare as we speak?
1: More a, than Mr Welling.
4: More, more and than we Yes, do. yes. They loving Obamacare. Well, of they, course. Then they they more than they they, they, they they were more on welfare
1: than
4: we were. Right. Shit. Oh man, it's you know, so it, many it, well they had it you have more white folks in Kentucky on welfare than than twenty, at least twenty states. Those are the statistics yeah. that came out last month. Kentucky is the number one state that gets welfare to whites, white women, and men. They're number one. Did you see that yeah. stats? Yeah. I mean, but well, then,
0: always they always
4: the number one. What was that? They always been always been number one in getting welfare, but they always try to relate that to poor black people.
2: Exactly. Yeah, because they know, control the media. True. If you can if you can control the, if you can control a, a, a system where you only you only want to show what, what you want to show, which is right. the media. They control the media. They can they can that's what, that's what they're going to do. They're not going to show anything that's bad about them. Exactly. It's that's what, it has they're it has that's what they're doing. to be leaked out. Have to be leaked out in order for you to find out. So. That's the only thing we we got we in the a, 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 a racism is a controlling mechanism that they use uh, to bring down another race, and that's what it, right. that's what, that's what it is. So, I mean, for for we we allowed these things. We
4: we came a long way, but we still got a lot of things to do. We got a long way to go.
2: Yeah, we got a long
4: yeah, way to a, go. We got a long way to go, man, and we gotta. They got see Obama, he got some some real good stuff on the books, man, but they're not gonna those conservatives are holding it. No. The uh yeah. the, the he got the number one thing that he can that he would do that he can do that can create jobs is the mm. infrastructure deal. They would oh, not yeah. pass that infrastructure. If they pass that, the man gonna go down in history because the infrastructure thing deal is gonna put a lot of people to work.
2: Well, I'm gonna tell you, a lot of, a, a lot, lot of people and to honor, and I'm sure you can they don't want that. Yourself.
4: They don't want that because he will be he will be making a name for himself, exactly. Oh, yeah. And he'd be doing a good he'd be doing a good American thing. So just like Obamacare, you know, they had um. He finally he's gonna go down in history. He did he done did more for this country. Than, than anybody having a long, long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, you oh, know what?
1: Yeah. I I I have a lot of respect for Justice Roberts. I'm gonna tell you for a Republican, man, mm-hmm. I, I can give him a high five man because he he has come through a couple. He, I forget what what the what was that vote? he came in with a five four that he, he was the one that but he, he really seems he really seems to be a conscientious Republican. In you your family though. George Ryan was Which one, one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Justice Roberts. Uh, the Supreme Court Justice. The, okay, the yeah, Court oh yeah. Justice, the, 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 the,
4: the, the, well, United. you know, he's from he's from Illinois. He's from <laughs> South South Holland area. You <laughs> know uh, that? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, you gotta be bullshit, Justice
0: Roberts. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't know. know was, I, hell, uh, I live in South Holland, Island, Island, man. I, I didn't know that.
4: I think she's from the South Holland area, and he went he went to uh, this in the school. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
4: Justice Roberts. Yeah, because. He's, he's got that slot. Yeah, I'm just about sure he's from that area. Okay.
2: So far, Wallace, we have to.
4: You got to Google him and sign out. But I'm just about sure. Yeah, just Roberts. I he will. was. Yeah. And um.
2: He was a. You know, he's he, he was a he was a smart guy.
4: He did well in the classroom and stuff. And There's a lot of guys that do well in the classroom.
0: Yes. But he has to
4: be uh I'm well, if, I'm help, getting, if you're getting thinking getting about helping other people
2: they, the first thing the Republicans
4: say, Oh, you are oh, you liberal. Just because you got the mind to help other people, then you then you liberal and they don't like you. That's yeah. how they yeah. that's how you define. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. That's absolutely. exactly how you
0: define
1: Look, they define us. If we, if we so happen to say, okay, look, I respect you if you want to, you know, fuck around with the same sex, but I disagree with the concept. Right. If we say just that, we homophobic.
0: I'm sick of that shit. I'm sick of being. Yeah. Well, they push that down, down our
4: throat. They push that down our throats, man. And, 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 and said, I, this I ain't is, have is right." They pushed it down our throats and said, "This is what. This is how it's going to be now.
1: Exactly. We're going to
4: get these cops, cu- We're going." to. We're going to get these women. They can marry each other. We're going to give them insurance. Two men can do it. Two women can do it. And there's nothing you can you can say or do. They just push that down our throats.
2: Yep. yep. And
4: that's how it's has been. And now they also even trying to pass a thing now where they're trying to pass it through nationally now through Washington where it's a uh it's illegal to discriminate against them and, give, and go ahead and just give them everything. You know, and yeah. that's what they done, man. They have pushed that down our throats big time. It's like, this, this is how it is. Right. And so and the, there's beach. nothing you can do about it. This is how we're dealing now. Because the you know women, this was that, that Army thing. Uh, what was it? Kiss No Tail don't
2: something. Something. Yeah, the
4: on Tail. they started with that. So
2: yeah. they and just
4: took it to a whole new level, you know. So fuck,
2: fuck, fuck that. I mean, but
4: more power yeah.
0: to the people. That's what I but, say but, too. But, but 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 don't try, But don't track Okay, that's what you are gonna mm-hmm. do.
1: Okay, you do. Like I say, fuck a pig if you want to. But don't don't come to me talking about that shit is okay and got a problem with me because I disagree with the concept. Then yeah.
2: Whatever. You know what? Whatever. You know why they push that, right? Y'all know why they push that stuff because they put they put money they put money together to fund what they what agenda that they want to put out there, and that's why they. Right. You know, that's why they put this stuff out there. It's all about money, man. It's about, about numbers and money, man. Yeah, that's what it oh, is. Yeah. Just, N- everything numbers is and everything for us, we don't do not We don't do anything as a whole because we think that somebody's gonna try to steal the money from us. And we got it's more it's more blacks in this whole country than it ever will be white. And we don't even take mm-hmm. advantage of that. We don't trust I'm each I'm being realistic now. I'm I'm gonna be realistic with I mean. We don't take advantage of that stuff. Why you think they always trying to tamper with the with these elections? It's a reason because of that. Because we are the true majority. And that's the bottom line mm-hmm. with that. They don't like it and right. that's what it is. We need to start taking heed of that and trying to and trying to take advantage of those things. That we, right. can, that we have uh, some advantage over. And we need to mm-hmm. put our money together and get our agenda out there so these people can and we can hold these people accountable. for you know right. what they do, and we don't never yep. do that. We all we do yep. is complain and bullshit around, with, and 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 fight each other and kill each other for these white folks. They they work the You know crazy. what I'm saying? It, it's just it's just it's just terrible. So yep. this is Dr. Claude Anderson talking. You know what I'm saying? And we need to start. People need to uh, start uh, knowing who this guy is, because he's all about business, man. You know what the sad thing is? You know what the sad thing is, Reed.
0: You Go got, the
2: back you, 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 you're
4: absolutely right. Carl Anderson, Dr. Francis Creswellson, Neely Fuller, Umar Johnson. These are the people we should be listening to. But these are the same people that the black folks will diss
1: because it takes them out of their damn comfort zone, and that's the, that's their damn, damn problem. Because
2: actually, you don't have no comfort zone. There's no such thing as a comfort zone because the white folks. This is how they work. They 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 take back what they give you. Whatever however they have to do it, it's gonna happen. And and, and that's the one thing that people gotta understand. They they not you are not you ain't no comfort ain't no true comfort zone. They the ones who got the comfort zone because it's their money. That you know true, what I'm saying? True, true. So 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 to to for us to have a comfort zone we gotta be in control of the whole situation. <laughs> and,
0: we and we ain't and we ain't got shit. and we ain't got shit. we ain't
2: got, got nothing, man. We worried about some some bullshit. Uh, uh, oh, I'm wearing me the best looking, the best clothes that's out there, and all this shit. But well, how about you being the person to make those clothes? You ain't you ain't doing shit with that. That's not that's not yep. that's not, ex- yep. that's, not ex- that's not excelling in life by buying buying yep. all this bullshit. And that's what we got trouble. That's what our trouble is. We buy mm-hmm. too much. We buy the we we the, we the buyer and not the seller. We need right. To be the seller. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. We the, we the
4: number one consumers. Yeah.
1: So, you mean, hold hold on, hold, hold on one second. Hold on one second. What I'm going to do, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to play a, I'm a cut, old school. We're going to come back. I'm going to get a closing state from each, each, each one of uh, Brother Carl, Brother Reese. And then I'm, I'm going to close it out personally with a tribute to my brother. And uh, that's how I'm going to close the show tonight. So hold on. Okay. We're going to come right back. And... Uh, uh, just hold on. We, 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 just hold on. We're coming right back. So i get close and say goodbye of you, and I'm going to uh, close it out with a tribute from my brother. All right. Okay. People moving out, people moving in, out. Because of the color of the skin.
0: run, run.
1: get our music back. I'm going to tell you, if we if we can get our music back, we are in the right heading in the right direction. Brother oh, yeah. Reese, Brother Carl, man, thank you all for calling in. We're going to get and closing statements here before I close it out with a tribute to my brother. Brother Reese, go ahead and uh, just speak your mind and share what you want people to hear, man.
2: I just want people to understand, and, and uh, I, I just want, to, like you said, the uh, uh I want them to 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 learn Dr. Umar and 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 learn uh, Dr. Claw Anderson because and and the rest of those people, you know, I want them to, so they can understand where we're coming from or what we're trying to express to to them, you know, about what's going to, what's good what's going to happen in the in the in the year or so to come with uh, when Barack leaves office. So um, that's just pretty, pretty much it for me. Um, I tell you what, if they they don't to- do that.
4: If you don't do that, brother, we're in
2: trouble, man, I tell you.
4: Brother Carl, go ahead, man. Close it out for us. Okay. Yes. Here's what I'd like to uh, put down. I hope that that we can become, as, as African Americans, with as much money as we spend throughout the nation, we're the number one consumers. We buy from everybody. We buy from Arabs, Koreans, Jews, Asians, you know, Chinese, Asian. we buy from everybody. But what, what is my recommendation that we need to be start looking at becoming economically independent for ourselves. We need to start buying stuff and controlling and, and, and open up our own businesses. That's what we need to do. We need to start a power base. We need to become economically independent for ourselves, and we won't have to worry about uh, trying to get a job from um, the white guy, you know. That's, that's, that's good. where
1: I'm at Well i uh, Thanks Brothers you all I appreciate you You calling in And coming on man I tell you uh, I wasn't I, I wasn't prepared For a show But I had to get one in Because I know I can't do it tomorrow I hadn't done one In two or three weeks I wanted to definitely Put a word in for my brother I'm about to do that now So brothers you all uh, Welcome to hold on I'm going to close it up In a couple of minutes But I just want to say A few things And uh, brother crowd Brother Reese Thanks for calling in man Thank you Thanks
4: it's always a pleasure, man.
1: Thanks. Appreciate it. Pleasure. Talk to y'all, you guys next week, man. Talk to you next okay. week. So that's, uh, I, I definitely want to thank Brother Carl Sanderson, Brother Maurice Bledsoe, my cousin, a great contributor to the show uh, since I brought the show back on the air. And uh, we, we've had some dynamite conversations. I really suggest and recommend that you uh, go into the archives and pull up those shows of uh, We Are Everyday People uh, with myself being the host. I'm telling you, it's really some food for thought. I'm not saying you're going to agree with every single thing we say. Well, but I guarantee you that we're going to make you think. And that's all I want to do. Make you think outside your comfort zone because we're too damn comfortable. And it's killing us. Okay, but back to uh, my brother Mike. uh, I tell you, I was talking earlier uh, about my brother, and he, he, he really, he was, the last year, I mean, he was pretty much bedridden. I guess some people call it invalid, uh, whatever. He he couldn't, you know. It got to a point where he got into a bed where he couldn't do anything for himself. When, when you uh, uh, grew up as a kid, and when you, you know, we were on the, living in the projects so over on 2514 West Van Buren in Rockwell Garden right across from St. Luke's Hospital, there on apartment 1304, uh, which is probably where I got my hydrophobic uh, mentality from. Uh, looking down from that 13th floor and it scared the shit out of me but anyway uh you know we were in a two-bedroom house a family of six mom and dad had one room that the four of us uh brothers had another we had two twin beds two of us slept in one two of us slept in the other and uh you can't help but to get close under those circumstances uh, whether you know it or not you know uh you're close and uh, you grow up, you, you leave the projects, you move over on 74th and 8th, you end up going to Bryn School, you end up going to Shore high school, graduating and becoming young man and, and young adults and so forth. And these are all the things that I went through uh, with, with Brother Mike. And we had our battles, man. I mean, just like any other family of brothers and sisters and sisters and sisters, brothers and brothers. And
4: we had our battles, man. We oh, we we fought, man. That's, that's probably how I learned how to kind of, you know, throw them up a little bit at least. You know, I never was pretty much of a fighter in my, my younger days.
0: I'm not a fighter much now,
4: I'd shoot your ass, get over with quick. But anyway, uh, back then, uh, you know, we had our battles, but uh, still, you know, you, you grew up thinking that you, you know, you,
1: I hate your ass. You grew up saying these little things and and, 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 and comments you say to your people, and I'm, we've all gone through that. You say things to people, the people who you love, I've learned, are the ones that you tend to hurt the most, most verbally, and that's a damn shame. But, uh, you know, you, you go through that stage and then you get older, and, uh, you know, one person, you know, made whole skeletons along the other, and that was me, because I'm a, I'm a grudge holding motherfucker. I ain't going to lie. Uh, I, 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 that was a fault of mine that I've gotten I, that over. But, uh, you know, we, we, we had uh, good times, and as we got older, you know, Mike would always, every year, he on my birthday, if I was going to get one call on my birthday, it would be from Mike, It'd be from Brother Mike. My car. Happy birthday, bro. Oh, I get a call at random. Bro, what you doing, man? If this is my younger days, I'm about yeah, what you do meet me over hundred and fifteenth street, man, Uh, you know, he, he the bird cage is his thing along East Seventy Fifth Street. Uh but Mike was Mike was Mike did the club. He called me, meet him at a club and I did. We'd go out and have drinks and uh you know, play cards, Mike talk his shit and, you know, but he was very respectful, man. I was saying that earlier on the show, uh, before we changed the subject, that he was just very respectful of uh uh, the, the, the females, uh,
0: he, he didn't do drugs,
1: he wasn't a drinker, he wasn't no DUI, he, he didn't abuse women. So, as I was saying, I know Brother uh, Carl, uh, you probably missed this, but, you know, he, he people. He, he talked a lot. He gave a lot of time, and some people would attribute that to being as he got on their nerves. And my response to that, when I spoke to his, his memorial uh, this past Friday in, uh, in the Chicago area when I was in town, is that uh, sometimes... You know, we can deem a person as getting on our nerves, and that can say a lot more sometimes about ourselves than that person who we are saying gets on our nerves because it shows our extreme lack of tolerance because we are in our own little bullshit mood. So it's not always that person
4: who uh,
1: we say get on our nerves. Sometimes it's your ass. Sometimes it's you. And that's one thing I learned and one thing that really got me to thinking uh, in these past couple of years or so. And one of the main things I also learned was to watch my brother, Michael Hoffman, too. uh And he went to Bryn Mawr, and he went to South Shore also for a little bit. And a, a few people might know him from, from Bryn Mawr, South Shore, but he wasn't a Facebook guy. He wasn't out there like that. But he uh, just was
4: uh, kind of low-key as far as public concern his concerned, but he was, you know, loud and uh, he could be, you know, loud and talk a lot. He talked, sometimes you say he talked too much, but uh, we all have things that
1: get on somebody
4: else's nerves,
1: period. It's a fact. And uh, Mike was no different, but Mike was just uh, a guy who loved attention. He He wanted to be loved. You couldn't give him enough. If you gave him some attention, some love, he wanted more, Uh, he'd embrace it. Uh, And he was a funny guy. He was humorous. Uh, He just was nonstop, nonstop conversation. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't give a damn how much he got on anybody's nerves. I don't give a damn how much he talked. Uh, I wish that he
4: could get on my nerves right now. I wish that he could talk to me i stop
0: right now. I'm, I'm going to miss it. And
1: uh, I just want to say that in the name of whomever or whatever is your spiritual power.
0: Peace and
5: Day after day I'm more confused Yet I look for the light through the pouring rain You
0: know
5: that's a game That I hate to lose And I'm feeling the strain Ain't it a shame Whoa. I'm counting on you to
0: carry me through. Oh, give me the beat, boy, to free my soul. I wanna get lost in your rock and roll.
5: you've given me, I want you to know I believe in your song, rhythm and rhyme and harmony. You've helped me along, You're making me strong. Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul, I want to get lost in your rock and roll, Let Give me the feet, boys, and free my soul I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away
1: One more thing. Normally, when I play the last song, I close it out. I don't say anything. I just want to say one thing: that uh, I, I'm going to miss my brother. Uh, battles, regardless. Uh, I, I this is surreal to me. I'm still letting it sink in. I just want to say, Mike, I love you, man. Regardless, I mean, you were there, uh, and I'm going to miss you. To everybody else, to brother Reese, brother Carl, thanks for calling him in. And for the rest of you, peace. And before you judge a person because they get on your nerves, I just want to say, look in the mirror.
0: Good night.